Hello, this is Abby. Dear Abby, this is gonna be a long one. Oh boy. Dear Abby, how do you tell the difference between a new exciting crush and a rebound? Does it matter? Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Welcome to our little corner of the internet. This is the Dear Abby podcast. I hope you stay and hang out with us. See you in a sec. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Dear Sweet, beautiful, funny, clever Abby. I am your host. My name is Abby, and thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. I have a very special guest with me today. If you're watching, what was that? (laughs) Don't laugh. I have a very special guest with me today. As promised in last week's episode, I have Keaton. That's my boyfriend, if you don't know. My boyfriend's name is Keaton. But introduce us. What's your name? Keaton. Last name? Lewis. Don't, ex- don't, you don't say your last name on podcasts. Oh. Sorry, I'm new to this. Lots I've never been on this podcast before. Honestly, sometimes I just want to co-host. It's nice to record with somebody else. And is it's about time. I feel like last time I told him this. I I don't know what was what was going on with me, but I felt like I was being so bratty in that whole episode. It was us, not just you. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I feel like we have grown in our relationship from even last time that you were on the podcast because that's just how our relationship works, you know? And because we're young and dumb and we're trying to figure it out together. So anyways, I, when I watched the last one, we also got a, a, a few dislikes on our episode. So Haters. that's probably you because no. when it's just me, I get all likes. If it's just you, well, if it's us, then we get dislikes. So people don't like us together. They but I, what like my brain was telling me is I have to pick up because... I got three dislikes on the YouTube video that we posted together. That's, That's where it. my brain went. Yeah, it wasn't like a, a, we actually didn't get like any hate or anything. I, I just don't do good with rejection on YouTube. YouTube feels like a friend. So anytime anyone dislikes me on YouTube, it makes me more like TikTok, bring it. Like I, you're probably 10 years old if you're, you know, so I don't care when people are mean to me on TikTok. True. Or Instagram. It's like, I just don't care for some reason when it's YouTube. It feels like more my, people so when they don't like me i want to die Mm. you know no oh okay although i did upload my first youtube video today so maybe i'll get a taste of the hate that's why you wanted to come on the podcast huh you wanted to show my own video no i'm just kidding i love a good collab i got my eye on you buddy (laughs) um anyways i wanted him on so we can do another episode and i told him don't be mean to me the whole episode. Please don't be mean to me. <laughs> I said we'll be less sarcastic the whole time. Yeah. Because we actually aren't like that all the time. For some reason, we just were. We were. Yeah. Um, so how today is going to go is we have a couple things planned. Uh, he doesn't really know what we're doing exactly, but I do. And we're kind of going to run things as normal, but... He's just going to give his input on everything that I'm talking about. And I have a lot of questions for him. So this is kind of an interview, honestly. Oh. Um, But I did want to do life updates while you're here. 
Okay. Uh, did you have any life updates since mm. the last time you spoke to my uh, sweet audience? I guess I spoiled it already, but uploaded my first YouTube video, which is really fun. Um, for those of you who don't know, I do social media for work already. I edit and work on other people's just posts and stuff. So I decided to kind of get into my own, um, making my own videos. I've just been doing like Instagram reels and that type of stuff for other companies. And then they'll post it on their page. But I finally decided to start posting stuff on my own page and make myself a YouTube channel. So I did that. He's very talented at what he does. He also is such a researcher and he has, I don't even know how this really started to happen, but I feel like it's like you had one vision and you're like, this is what, that would be so cool. Maybe you've had this your whole life, but I feel like you saw something and you're like, I want to start doing that. And then you just like made it happen. It literally Thank felt you. like overnight. Like he was like, oh yeah, I got to work with this brand and I'm going to work with, I'm like, where, where is this coming from? It's so cool. It's so not what I thought you would even be doing. Honestly, you didn't really do film making or anything like that. When we first started dating, you no. were just editing. Yeah. I was just editing other people's stuff. And then, yeah, starting like November mm -hmm. of last year. No, more like October. I think I did my first one and now I have three sponsors mm -hmm. and more on the way and make it crazy. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to, I was going to ask you about your filmmaking stuff later on, but since we're already talking about it, I feel like we might as well just jump right in. Okay. Um, so a lot of the people that listen, obviously are our age around mm -hmm. our age, mostly women. There are a couple percentages of males who listen. I see you and I hear you. Me and too. Go men. Leave voicemails for me, please. Um, I want this to be an inclusive place for both males and females. So everyone is close to our age. They're kind of starting to, like us, kind of discover what they really want to do and they start pursuing stuff. Maybe they already went to school and now they're doing something completely different or they never went to like college by what I, is what I mean by school. But, but now they found their passion and so they're trying to pursue that. And I was going to ask you like, what was your thought process of like investing in yourself? Because you are one of the best like people I know with investing in yourself and not in like a selfish way, but like, I mean, people maybe could see it as that, but I feel like you're so good at taking risks with your, like you do it very safely, but you still take risks, you mm -hmm. know, like you invest not knowing if it's actually going to turn into anything. Yeah. So like, what is your mindset going into like, how would you help mm. someone else like take a risk, I guess, a responsible risk? I don't know. Um, I feel like I learned to take risks in high school when I started actually investing. Mm. I got into cryptocurrency at a very young age. Um, Which is, by was, the way, the, one of the weirdest things about you, honestly, when yeah. I first met you, I'm like, that is actually so impressive and so weird. I'd never met anyone else that like got into it when they were young. Yeah. It's like it's usually when like, they're like 30. I think I was 15. Mm -hmm. And that's why I got into it. This was, this was a while ago. This was like eight, nine years ago, like early high school when 
stocks. Like you can't trade stocks if you're under 18. So I was like, I oh shoot, stock was at cryptocurrency. This is like unregulated. I can do whatever I See, want. So that's I hooked so, up my The fact that you just, were thinking about that at such a young age is mind boggling to me. Yeah. I just wanted to make money. Yeah. I think that's where I learned to like take risks and it's yeah. much harder to take an educated risk with that. But I think when you're picking a career, you can make a much more educated, uh, like risk. And I kind of looked at, I guess, everything that I do in a way, kind of like imagining those Venn diagrams, you know, that you would do in school where it's like two circles or three circles and they're overlapping. Mm. Um, and I, sometimes I would literally like make charts or draw things out and like, not you actually using what you get taught in school. Like I, I think that was so weird for me when I got older, like probably around this age, just my last two jobs I've had where I actually start using like PEMDAS and like all of these, like, like things you just like, I'll never use this, but then you actually like, are like, actually this is really useful yeah. and like big boy, big girl things. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but then put into those circles, what's important to you. So one of those circles might be mm, making cool. money. One of them might be. Um, having fun. One of them might be spending time with my family and you got to see what careers fit into that overlapping area that checks all the boxes for you. And so, yeah, I think that's, that's just kind of why I landed on like making videos and doing creative work because I know that I love to be outdoors. And I mean, that's what my content is about. I guess I didn't say that it's like very outdoors related, climbing, camping, surfing, the stuff that very I like granola. to do. Um, and Do you that like just, that phrase? Is that is that um, offensive? No, I've been called that before, actually. Like, what is the what is the connotation behind granola? Like, if you're like, if you call someone a granola, is that like offensive? No, okay. I don't think so. I mean, my listeners have heard me talk about going on camping trips with you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm you've not, not as enjoyed much them. of a, a camper as he is. I did climb for a while. That was fun, but that was till you. Yeah, till the incident. I don't want to talk about it. But yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Were no, you it's okay. Something? Yeah, just some of the circles will be big, be bigger for other people. Some people are really focused on making money and don't care so much about having fun. Go be a doctor. Go be a lawyer. You know, it all depends on what you want to do. And What you value. Yeah, yeah, what you value. I don't know. I just, I knew at the top of my list was like having fun and having an open schedule. Cause I know I want to spend time with my family as an adult and I don't want to be gone in like corporate America mm -hmm. for nine, 10 hours a day. Um, so I just thought, what do I like to do in my free time and how can I make money off of that? And got really lucky. Nice. I think you, yeah, you do. Me and Ken have talked about this, but uh, I don't know how this will sound, like how people will receive this, but we have talked about how if you want to be like successful in one area, then spend time with people who are successful in that area specifically. Like we're around very creative people, especially in Southern California. I feel like you're just around more entrepreneurial type people, like mindsets. If you're around that type of energy, I feel like you just pick up on it. But that's same with like every other I don't know, like type of person. Like, mm -hmm. and so he's around people that he, that think the same, that like the same things. And so he's been able to network through that and just find friends, but it's not like, 
networking. You said it's like you just find friends that you like to do the same things and you find opportunities. It comes naturally. Like for Mm -hmm. my scenario, I, like I said, outdoor stuff, um, climbing, um, I've been at the climbing gym and I've met multiple people that have like, you know, other YouTubers, um, people who own companies, um, connections to people who work at companies that I want to work at. And it's like, I didn't even have to go out there and like force friendships or relationships or network. Like that's such a weird phrase to me now. Networking. Um, yeah. Because if you just put yourself in a place or scenario where you'll meet like-minded people, it, it should just happen by itself. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's those, true. those people that I've met now we're going to be working together and making cool stuff. And it just happened naturally because I was going out and doing the things that I love. And I don't know, that'll look very differently for other people. I think it's just go do things that you actually really like to do, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and we like, because of what you do, you do have a lot of not spare time, but you can kind of work wherever you want. Like you have a lot of freedom within your job, Yeah, you know, for the most part which I feel like not everyone has that, especially like in this time of their life, they're just trying to like make enough money to pay rent and then also probably go to school or maybe invest in themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely use up those weekends then or just commit to yourself if you're serious about it, like whatever dream or passion you have, then just like fully commit to it and just like full throttle, you know, like- You won't regret, even if it fails, it's like, I've tried stuff and I've failed, but I've never regretted trying something new because then I feel like I, my heart, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it expands and my mind opens to like different possibilities and just life is so different than what I thought. And then also, yeah, I just feel like you cannot, you can never go wrong with that. I was also going to ask what, what is your favorite type of filmmaking and what about the art do you really enjoy? Like favorite type of filmmaking that I make? Uh, no, just like in general. Hmm. Or if you have like an artist or, I mean, not an artist, but a, I don't know, director or producer that you like. Yeah. I really like epics. It's like a genre. Okay. And I Epic think game? it's because. Fortnite? <laughs> I think it's because it's so unattainable to a solo filmmaker like myself. Um, and epics are like, just like the definition of the word, like huge Mm -hmm. films, um, like Dune or, um, could Star Wars be considered an epic? I'm trying to think of movies that this audience would know of. You don't think my audience is cultured? Oh, I'm sorry. Cause we're girls. We can't be cultured. Because usually epics are like these Hmm. massive, like Troy. You've seen Troy. Yeah. That would be considered an epic. Okay. Just like very um, large worlds, large scenes. There's usually a lot of scenes like battles where there's just like hundreds and hundreds of people. And you would, you like that stuff? Would you ever want to make stuff like that? I don't think I would. Would you ever want to make short films? Yes. Like what type of short films? You guys, I have an idea and I'm not going to tell you guys because someone will definitely do this and steal my idea, but I have the best idea for the one a you short told me. filmed mockumentary, yes. Mm. And I will eventually make Kian make it one day. <laughs> Maybe. You could. You have a camera now. I think we just that, need actors. I think the stuff that script. I like shooting is documentary style. And this is kind of what I want to 
lean my channel towards mm -hmm. is like shooting other athletes, which is unfortunate because I would love to show myself climbing or surfing, but I can't really shoot myself that well. I think it'd be fun to make like climbing documentaries or surfing documentaries or short films, mm. just showing the outdoors and nature and how we interact with that. That's cool. Yeah. I'm excited to see what you do with your filmmaking career. Thank you. And it's just starting. Yeah. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah. It is very exciting. It's really cool. It's really cool to watch someone do what they want to do, honestly, what they love to do. Okay. So other life updates. Mm -hmm. So we went through the questionnaire segment just about the filmmaking specifically. Yeah. We have other questions coming, but, um, did you watch the Super Bowl? No, no, I did not. And why is that? Cause I care not what others do with their lives. <laughs> like I, is if, the most, if like... one of my friends were on the team, I mean, even then, like I knew Brock Purdy went to high school with him. He's the quarterback for the, um, that's such a. That's such a name drop. It's yeah, okay. that is honestly. <laughs> it's funny. So nonchalantly. Um, for the 49ers, he's the quarterback for them. Everyone knows who that is. Even I do. I've seen so many TikToks about how much people hated him. That's funny. I'm so sad actually that they didn't win only because I saw that he was getting hate. I, I wish that they would win just so that... Well, actually, who won? The Chiefs. Didn't you see the video of Travis Kelsey being like, Viva Las Vegas? No, we have different algorithms for sure. Yeah, I actually don't really watch that much of like celebrity stuff, but the, uh, you can't be on TikTok and not get like pop culture stuff every once in a while. I don't. But I... At all. Uh, you don't go on TikTok. When I do, you it's go on like Instagram. people climbing and surfing. Yeah, I, well, whatever. Then Completely congratulations. Yeah, because I watch the full video and I don't click not interested. So then it just keeps populating. Mm. If, a, if a video comes on with a celebrity, I'm going to watch it. But I don't That's like... That's what's wrong with I don't the world, like guys. them. I don't save them so I don't get more. But I do watch them. So I guess that probably makes more get yeah, sent to me. That fuels it. Especially that goes with back BTS, to what I, was saying. I will like and save and send. That goes back to what I was saying. I wish the Chiefs... The Chiefs won, you said. I think so. All I know was the... Assuming the Chiefs won, like, I wish they would have lost. Because wow. then hopefully all the Taylor Swift fans would be uninterested. Because the NFL doesn't need more exposure. These athletes don't need more exposure. <laughs> oh my god! Guys, go live your lives. Keen, you're going to get me canceled. Why? No, I actually... I, I, I do understand. That's one thing that's so misunderstood about Keaton. That I constantly, even to his family, I have to defend him and be like, okay, he's so like, you're so black and white with statements that you make sometimes. Very polarizing. Yeah. Very, very polarizing. And that was so shocking to me at first when we first started dating. I was like, oh, like, are you mean or are you just like, but you're just really honest. Like, and yeah. you don't, you don't let other people tell you what you should and shouldn't do with your life. And I really look up to that because I can be very like. Not persuaded, but I feel like just go through the motions, but you kind of help me snap out of like going through the motions, if that makes sense. Mm. And so just know that everything Keen says with like, he, in his heart, he really does like have such a passion for people to do what they want to do with their life. And like, he loves life, honestly. Right. I love life. <laughs> yeah. And I he, genuinely wake up every morning. So excited to start the day. Yeah. We I could not be more different in that way. It's actually ironic because I have such like chronic 
anxiety, depression, OCD, just mental illness. So I don't feel good. Like rarely ever do I feel good. I always feel very heavy and doomsday and just constant negative thoughts all day that I have to fight. And he's like, I have chronic stoke. He has, he really does. Like he just is so happy to be alive. Like I remember one time when I was so, I was in the depths of like, not actually the depths. I was just having a bad like day with my OCD probably and depression. And I was, you were watching the sunset and you had me watch the sunset with you. Do you remember this day? Mm-mm. And you're like, isn't it beautiful? Like trying to get me to like feel better. And it was like, I, I got the gesture. Like I was like, I know what you're trying to do. And I, I understand. <laughs> like, I wish I could look at that and feel as peaceful as you do. And feel that wonder. Yeah. But I just, I couldn't get there. Like sometimes you just, the hormones in your brain, the physiological part of it, you can't feel what other people are feeling when they see something beautiful. Yeah. And I know that logically, you know, even when I'm looking, I'm like, why don't I feel like anyway? So sometimes, I mean, to go into what I normally talk about in this episode, I feel like in those moments is what I talked about last week too, about wonder. So you just learn to like surrender and be like, I don't feel anything. And like, I just have to accept that and surrender to that. And then maybe one day I'll feel better. But for now, I'm not going to fight like feeling sad and looking at the sunset because anyways, but it's just ironic because we are similar in a lot of ways, but also so like our life experience has been very different. Yeah. But I think it's good. It makes life beautiful. Yeah. You've taught me a lot and I feel like, have I taught you anything? Seriously, have I? You've taught me it's kidding. okay to be sad. Yeah. I didn't think that before. Mm. That's nice. I didn't know that. That I taught you that. That Thanks. you can make, make space. No. <laughs> Keen hates Making space phrase. is cringe. Keen would hate. Like, it's just so funny. The, the, the verbiage I use and the verbiage he uses cannot be more different. And he literally hates when I say make space for emotions make space for other people's grief like he's like that's so stupid i'm like it's how people or what what else you said you hate uh give yourself permission yeah like he just is honestly one of the most mentally healthy people i've ever met in my life that's why he doesn't get it that's good and i'm happy for you thank you (laughs) he has other issues i wish it made sense to me I really do. No, wish he does. He really me. doesn't get it. I, I, and I, can I can't comprehend giving myself permission to do something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. It's just like, it's so, it's because when you have so much depression, anxiety, like chronic, you know, something with your mental health. Yeah. You always, you always feel like you can't, you aren't allowed to feel something like, mm. Like how you said you're not allowed to feel sad. It's like this weird, like maybe it's it's not the same thing, but you feel like you're not allowed to feel or think a certain way or go down a different path. It's like you feel like you're stuck. Yeah. So when you say give yourself permission, it's like almost talking to the subconscious part of your brain that always feels like it has to cling. And so giving yourself permission is just one way you talk to that subconscious part, especially when you're doing meditation. And it helps the students like almost like, subconsciously well i'm just saying when i would teach yoga like that's why i would say it because then when they're laying there and it's like give yourself permission they're like okay i can allow myself this five minutes to not think about what i have to do Mm, and then that just gets your foot in the door and then they you know um i was also gonna say for uh life updates so normally we do 
I don't know. Oh, if he, I know. I don't know if you listen. Normally we do dubs and L's. Do I listen? <laughs> he edits my episodes them? now. I he, do edit her episodes. He edits. <laughs> the other day he said, wait, that was literally, that was literally just like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> You're like, I love how this is pretty much my podcast now because he sets up like everything most of the time. Okay. You know what? Actually, no, because 90% of the time I have set it up since day one. I wasn't one, even talking I've, about setting it up when I said don't. that. You've actually, it's now I'm Because it mad. takes like two hours to edit these and probably closer to three hours because now I'm going to be making TikToks for her. It's true. Thank you. <laughs> for free. What I typically charge thousands for. <laughs> no, you don't. She's getting for free. Yeah, well. Oh. Um, yeah, so I have dubs and L's for today. And then while I'm going, you think of one dub and one L. And they can be mm. serious. They can be silly. They can be whatever. You just, you just got to think of a dub and an L. Okay. So a dub for me this week was, and this is a really niche dub, but I feel like every 99.99% of people can relate to this dub and this issue that we're so consumed with ourselves and our image sometimes when it comes to if someone posts about us or if, and this honestly, maybe this is just me. If someone, I don't know, posts a story or posts a TikTok and we're in it or something like that. My first reaction, and I'm being very honest, hoping that other people feel this way, is to try to find comments that talk about myself. Like, I feel like that's such a common, normal human experience and desire to like find the comment that's talking about you. Like everyone else is like, oh my gosh, they're talking about the person who made the video, like being so nice. And then it's like, I usually would try to find the comments about me. And it's so weird how like, I don't even, even when I see them, it's not like it does anything for me because I'm so, I just feel like numb to it almost where I don't even take it like to heart anymore because I've, I don't know, I've just seen so many comments, good and bad. And, um, but for some reason I just automatically look, it's like me, 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 you know, like that's like what goes onto my head. I feel like, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm the only person that does this, but um, cause you just want to see, I don't know what it is. You just want to see. And I, I think it was JC posted a video. I don't remember who, I think it was JC, but I was in the video and my first reaction would normally be to like, kind of start reading the comments and then see if anyone tagged me or like, see if anyone says something about me. And I just was like, before I even clicked in the comments, I'm like, no, I'm not going to, like, I'm just going to make a decision right now because this is not good for my mental health to go look up, even if it's positive, but just to like be so self-seeking, you know, in that way. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm not going to look at the comments, like, and try to read about myself and whatever. It's like, I'm just going to enjoy the video for what it is and then move on with my day. So I don't start getting like self-absorbed. And then I feel like that turns into feeling anxious and then that turns into depression. And I just feel like just small little choices like that perpetuate like my misery, honestly, sometimes. So now when people post things about me, like videos or something that I'm in or a YouTube video, like I don't look at the comments to try to find comments about me in the same way. 
if that makes sense. Like if they tag me and they're nice, I want to reply because I do appreciate them. But yeah. Um, so that was a dub and an L was, um, honestly, I couldn't think of an L this, this week. I have, I have been, I have been still dealing with really heavy, uh, depression and, uh, OCD thoughts mostly every single day, most of the day, but, um, I'm going back to therapy. So that's also a dub. So I just don't have, I mean, I could say the L is depression and OCD, but I'm going to have that for who knows how long. So I don't want to be like every week. It's like, Oh, it's an L because I still have Mm -hmm. the thoughts. That's not the point. So that's mine. What are yours? Hmm. I'll start with my L. An L for me, and this is news for you. <laughs> oh. Is Oh no. I got You're Xbox Live again. I'm really sad about it. Now probably won't sound like much to a lot of you, and it'll probably sound great to Abby. Because I could play more games with her, but I just had this calling, this yearning to play a video game. Halo. This week. Was it Halo? Just anything. Maybe Battlefield. <laughs> I I love to hear that. And so I got (laughs) Xbox Live and I felt so much shame as I input my credit card details into it. Don't feel any shame. You should be proud. You're wasting valuable time. You're quite literally Satan on my right shoulder right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So just think of quality time with me. I already see it lasting one month and then it going back in the trash, but we'll see. So. I'm not proud of myself, but I'm going to let myself, I'm going to give myself permission to play Xbox. <laughs> Thank you. Good for uh, you, baby. W. I got to erase the baby part. Ugh. W. Oh, baby. Let me talk about my W. Sorry. Was I overcame my jealousy and greed. Eh, not so much. Oh, wow, that's pretty good. Just in general. Um, I constantly, when I, <laughs> when scared. I max something out in my mind, like a rep, no, Wait. when I, um, dare I say perfect something in my mind, uh, I, yeah, you do me dare out. say that. Hear me out. <laughs> uh, I immediately look for the next best, next best next thing. Next what did we say about making fun <laughs> of each other? Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I got a spike so of energy. My, I drive a forerunner and I like, I decked it out and it's got all this crap on it and it's super awesome and I love it. And I kind of hit this point where I was like, this thing is like, now I know it's, it's there, it's done. And I immediately started shopping for a new truck. It's true. And I was like hitting people up, like calling dealerships. Which, and like, by the way, that part's a little bit extreme that you're actually hitting people up. Being like, it's hey, not that extreme. What's- what am I going to do? Dream about it? Do I strike you as the person who sits there and thinks, I want a truck? I yes. Mean, immediate- Literally, yes. That doesn't sound like the type of person uh, that you were talking about 20 minutes ago. Wait, 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 say that again. Do I sound like the type of person who's going to sit there and dream up, oh, I th- oh, think I want a truck? Oh, but on it? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You would no. immediately find a truck and probably buy it Which is the next what 24 I did. hours. I was immediately uh, calling, emailing, talking to dealerships, like ready to buy another truck. That's and pretty crazy. I woke That's up the alarming. next morning and I thought, what am I doing? I have this, <laughs> I have this brand new car. It's scary for it's me. It's fully decked out and like 
totally ready for off-roading and I've been taking on a lot of off-roading. I've now owned it for, bought it pretty much new. Um, and I've, yeah, I've just, I had to stop myself and say, what are you doing? Your car is great. It runs great. I feel like you, this is I an analogy. I quite for like... literally dreamed of this car two to three years ago. I thought I would never be able to afford something like that and build something out like that. Girls are snooty right now. How can I, how can I make this, how can I get the next best thing? And I had to stop myself and say, yeah, just that you were dreaming of this years ago. Be happy with what you have. It's so amazing. You love it. And I did. I, I woke up the next morning and I was like, I looked at it and I said, I love this thing so much. I don't want to get rid of it. Yeah. What I'm saying, why does this sound like an analogy of like you or with another girl? What? All of this, all I'm hearing when you're talking is how. That's all a woman would hear. <laughs> the guy's trying to talk about how he made this major breakthrough. No, but, but once I made like, once I made the connection of like, this is how he would talk about another girl. If he was like, wait, what am I doing? What have I done? It's there just the love a of my of, life. There's a lot of similarities yes. between the two stories. You can draw many parallels. <laughs> yeah, I started to get a little scared. Because jealousy applies to everything in life. It's true. It applies to money. It applies to objects. It applies to our partners. We're always thinking, okay. is the grass greener somewhere else? It's not. It's true. Think it's about what you really wanted it. a couple years ago. You've probably got it by now. Just a couple quick questions for you. Um, what What are your thoughts on the vote for this year? Who are you going to vote for? I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer that. Pedro. Um, you know, you know. Do you think men are superior to women? Why would you ask me this? <laughs> trying to catch <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. And lastly, what are your thoughts on BTS? Those were your first two questions. <laughs> these are all dumb. I do not these like were, BTS. These were dumb questions. I do not like celebrities. Okay, if you didn't catch my drift talking about the Chiefs. Uh, what are your thoughts? This is actually like kind of like a real question. Then we're going to do a uh, dear Abby and then a game. Um, the game's pretty fast, by the way. Uh, what are your thoughts on like an ick? Like, you know how there's a lot of ick talk in this Mm. world? Yeah. Like on social media, like, well, what are your thoughts on icks? Do you think they actually mean you couldn't be with somebody? Do you get the ick for me? How often? What are, what are your icks? I haven't given icks much thought. I do think they exist though. Like I think there's very minor versions that should be like, why do you have an issue with that? One time a girl told me that the way that I put down a beach towel, um, and it flapped in the wind was an ick. Yeah. At the beach. And I thought you have such a weird brain. (laughs) Most women think like that. It's just small things that you think, can he actually provide for me? Can he protect my children? If he can't even put a towel down on the beach normally. Fair. But yeah, I think, so you have no further thoughts on it. like, do you think like if you get an egg for someone, do you take that as a sign? Like I can't be with this person. No, unless it's a real egg. I would say some eggs are fake. Like a red flag. Like the blanket one. I would, I would get the egg for you if I saw you kissing another man. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's, that's infidelity. An <laughs> <laughs> that's a real ick. Yeah. Not a fake ick. Okay, so you think they're fake icks. Like what, mostly what you see on TikTok of girls, like 
It's probably. honestly girls have long lists of ex, which I think I get because I feel like I did think that a lot. Like mm. I get the ick a lot, but then I realize it's just my own. It's a reflection of how uncomfortable I am with like awkward, weird, random stuff that we do as humans. Yeah. So if I saw someone be less than perfect, I'm like, ew, that's an ick. But really it's because if I looked stupid or if I tripped or if I did something that wasn't like cool or perfect, then I would get the ick for myself. So it's like, mm. I think a lot of the times it's just a reflection of how you feel about yourself. But big icks, yeah, big icks are real. I think you always can trust yourself um, if you don't make it too complicated. Like if you just are like, that was, I can't be with someone that's like that. Then you can't be with someone that's like that and move on. Yeah. But if there's small things, you could really miss out on something. Yeah. I think they're subjective. It's just vulnerability. Okay. Well, thank you for answering my questions. My pleasure. And opening up about your filmmaking and your um, polarizing opinions on celebrities. Last question about each other, actually. This is more, this is not like a game, but I just wanted to ask, what is one thing, and I have something about you, what's one thing that you find um, endearing about me that you never want endearing. me to change? Define endearing. It just means like you don't want me to change it like you, like you love it about me. Your commitment to improving yourself emotionally. You'll never settle for like, okay, I'm at a good spot. Like you're just always thinking, how can I better improve my outlook on life and mm. my emotional well-being? Uh, I think something about you that I would never want to change is that I find endearing is how sweet you are. And I think that's also why, like, I, I feel like I know your heart in that way. And I don't think I ever met a guy as sweet as you, like, and I don't think a lot of people really get to see that as much because I don't know why, but I'm very grateful that I get to see how sweet you are, you know, and gentle. Thank you. So yeah. Anyways. <laughs> We've looked at the same thing. <laughs> uh, if you're not watching, we just, we're about to kiss. Yeah, we're about to kiss. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I hate myself. Okay, you guys, I am feeling very, very excited and emo because this podcast is now made possible by No CD. You guys have heard me talk about No CD a million times in my podcast. I did therapy there. I go to support groups still to this day. And it's been such a huge part of my recovery journey. I couldn't be more excited about this partnership with them. No CD offers effective, affordable, and convenient OCD therapy. No CD therapists are trained in exposure response prevention therapy, which is a gold standard treatment for OCD. With No CD, you can do virtual, live, face-to-face -face video sessions with one of their licensed, specialty trained therapists from anywhere inside or outside the U.S. It's affordable and they accept most major insurance plans, so getting help has never been easier. No CD therapy goes beyond sessions. It includes in-between session support where you can message your therapist anytime, access therapeutic tools, and get support from a community of peers who are overcoming OCD right in the NoCD platform. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Visit NoCD.com today and book a free 15-minute call with their care team, many of whom have also experienced OCD. If you think you may be struggling with OCD, there's always hope. Now is the time to regain your life. Visit NoCD.com today. So because we have one phone and two people, 
I will relay the message to Kean during the call so he knows what the person is asking as well. Dear Abby, I've been in a place where I feel stuck. So I'm 29 years old, living at home with my mom, my sis, my brother, and my dad. But I'm getting to a place where I just want to break free of that and have my independence. But, like, at the same time, I don't feel, like, totally ready to live alone. So I'm kind of clueless and don't know what to do. So please send me advice because I can really use it. Thank you so much. And I love your podcast. Okay. Well, thank you for sending that in. And since you are the guest, Keaton, do you want to go first? Do you have any thoughts? If not, I will be fine talking the whole time. Hmm. My man brain immediately goes to, well, do you have enough money saved up? Because living on your own is expensive. So first and foremost, make sure your financials are right because... You don't want to be, you don't want to sign a year lease on some apartment and then be like, oh shoot, I had $2,000 to my name and just, <laughs> True. And that just bad. yeah, but also life is short. <laughs> <laughs> get a credit card, go in debt <laughs> and get Life's two more auto fun loans. That way. And get a dog, mm. get a dog, get a credit card. Get a cat. Get a cat. And have them fight each other. Upload videos to YouTube. Oh. Monetize the oh, fight. Okay. <laughs> I think another. So dark. Maybe this just everyone knows this, but maybe some people don't is look for roommates. <laughs> I don't know. Do you maybe see how she, that could be a purple attack. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I don't. Um, yeah. See if like you have some friends that are looking for a roommate or are also in the same situation where they want to move out. And it's okay to bunk with some people. Yeah. You know, get a little one bed place that you guys can split. Maybe put a couple people in there, two, three. Don't tell your landlord. They won't like that, but. Who cares? Um, who cares? Live life. That'll <laughs> make it easier. Just having other people and you guys can all just learn how to live on your own. Together. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say find roommates and try to move somewhere, even if it's not that far from home. Mm. Um, just move somewhere maybe. And that's not too expensive at first. Because if you go somewhere really expensive at first, it's really stressful. And it's a little bit too much. So if you don't feel like you're ready, A, I think that's fine. And like the cliche thing is like you'll never feel ready. Um, which I think is true because it's nice to be home and it's comfortable, which is like good. But also I think what's better is to kind of push yourself out of your comfort zone, even if that means you're gone for a little bit and then you realize, you know what, I'm actually going to be really happy at home. And then you go back and you live either with your parents or next to them or something like that, because it can feel very stagnant when you're just stuck at home with like nothing's moving, nothing's happening. It feels so good to be away. Um, a, it makes you appreciate your family more. And also it just makes you feel like your own person which is nice. Yeah. I feel like it motivates you. Like but yeah. when you're living your own life and in your own place and making your own money and paying your own bills, it motivates you to do more. So I think you'll just overall enjoy life more on your own. And she said she was 19. Uh, I don't remember the age. I have horrible memory. 19 is pretty young to move out, but. That's what I'm saying. Do it with friends. Don't live by yeah. yourself. But you can do it. 
but you can do it. But that's you what you're thinking. Maybe. If you want to be by yourself, do it. If you don't genuinely, if you come to the decision of not wanting to move or if something, I don't know, if something happens and you can't move, don't feel like you're then stuck forever or you're just like stuck mentally. You can't improve or you can't like grow in other areas. That's when you can start doing new things or just practicing, I don't know, different things like mindfulness or little practices you can do to kind of get to know yourself a little bit better. And I feel like just that practice alone makes you feel like your heart is growing, your mind is opening because you're understanding life in a different way and you're experiencing new things, even just by yourself. So if you don't have the means to move out or like, you know, do something crazy, then it's not like life is stagnant when you're at home. Because I I genuinely do think you can you can move and you can, I don't know, change no matter where you are. And if you're in the same place your whole life. Uh, so I think just follow your intuition. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening to Dear Abby. I hope you enjoyed our episode. <laughs> our episode. I hope you enjoyed our episode. And thank you. If you want to, if you want to support the episode. <laughs> okay. If you want to support the podcast, you can like subscribe on YouTube. You can comment down below. You can rate us, rate me on Spotify or Apple. Give us a five, give me a five star rating and review. Um, and I apologize if you still, if you still don't like our, um, Keaton and I together in our episode, because you don't like Abby's channel. Some couples have that factor together on on screen. I don't think we do. I, I don't think we have it. I'm offended. That's okay though. Watch Abby's content and then you can go oh, yeah. watch Check my content. Out. I don't even know what my channel's name is called. Keep the cook. Keep the cook. Oh. Am I a cook for saying cook? <laughs> See if you like my content. If you enjoy mine and not Abby's, I guess she's the the bad factor. Oh. Okay, I she didn't know. She could be the that. reason that we were getting thumbs downs on our I could have been, honestly. I was being kind of a brat. Anyways, go follow him on Instagram if you want to see his journey with filmmaking. Don't follow me on Instagram. Well, follow him on Instagram too. And on YouTube, it's, what is it? I think it's the same as my Instagram. Keith the Kook. Or maybe it's just my name. K-E-H-E-K-O-O-K. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I appreciate all of you. I love you so much. And see, wait, what do I say? Oh, love you. Bye. Oh,